You're listening to Authentic You, part of the Jesus Culture Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to Authentic You. This is CJ Leapshire. I'm here with Erica Myberg, and we're here for our holiday edition of our Authentic You podcast. And as you can hear, I have a cold. Well, something. Something. I don't know what it is, but it makes me sound. I've got headphones on. I have to hear my own voice. Yeah, I've had to listen to you all morning. You it's rough. like it. Don't be snarky. <laughs> I got in the car and I'm like, are you sick? Before I even said hi. She's like, I don't know. And I just scooted over and leaned against the door. So I'm, I blew on her. I'm going to Disneyland next week. I cannot be sick. I feel mad. No, I don't feel mad. I feel truly jealous that you're going to Disneyland. And she had the audacity to say to me, I don't know, when a few days ago, this might be the last year that we do Disneyland. I'm not sure I can find joy <laughs> is, two years in a row. This is my second year ever going to Disneyland. And I genuinely ask my kids, so because they've been there multiple times. Yes. And I we had a serious discussion over Thanksgiving. I just need to know, am I going to be the same happy at the same things? Yes. Or am I going to experience it differently? What what am I expecting here? Because I'm literally going to see the same things, do the same yes, rides. The magic falls on you when you enter. It's the happiest place <laughs> on earth, Erica. And I feel like I'm like I feel like I, I disagree. Have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> like I have no Disney in my future. I actually deeply considered last night giving you a gift of coming with us. <laughs> but then I was like, you're going to like, eh, I don't want to leave my kids. I only want to go with my kids. And I'm like, it won't be a real gift. I really, I seriously <laughs> thought about, I'm just going to give you a ticket. Just come, do Disneyland, come back home. Yeah, I'm I nice. Would, I'm the you best are nice. friend you can ever have. You probably wouldn't be the same without your own you, children. <laughs> not giving you the ticket, by the way. Yes, exactly. Because you've got all these issues. I have all these issues. Well, Disneyland is mostly fun watching your kids enjoy it too. Yes. Yes, that's fun. I've, I I had a good time. I just want to be prepared. Are you going to be let down? No, no. Is Mickey going to let you I down? I was just processing what should I expect because people go year after year. But my son said he thinks after this year we should do something else. I know. It's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. You've ruined him. I'm sorry. He doesn't know the wonder of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I was so excited when you went last year and you loved it so much because I was really wondering if you would. Because you hadn't gone as a kid. And no, it's not part of my yeah, life. Yeah, I went as a kid, not a ton, but then when I experienced it as an adult watching my kids experience it, it was like, this is the best thing of my life. But I was like, if you don't have those memories, is it as fun? And it was. I will prepare my heart because the things that cause me, uh, it's not anxiety, but it uh, irritation in mm. Disneyland is getting stuck behind the parents with all the strollers yes. because we're on a mission, okay? Mm -hmm. We're running from the one to the next. And all those scooters with the um, bigger mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I basically tell my kids, let's not walk through any family areas where all the kids are that have fun with their parents. Well, half of them are mel- melting down and crying. <laughs> so that doesn't look very happy to me. But I'm like, let's get out of here. These parents and kids irritate us. They eat oh. our way. <laughs> when they hit you in the back of the ankle with their stroller. <gasps> Which it does happen sometimes when I'm cutting them off to race in front of them that to get true. on a ride. Yes. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. I I also think I I have a theory. I don't know how fun it would be to go with other families because like even like you, you guys have your way you do Disney. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their way they do Disney. Like and you yeah. don't fold into each other's way of doing Disney. Exactly. Because our way is right. Yes, our way is right too. <laughs> and, well, I can tell you I have not had a turkey leg, and I've seen people post pictures. I want a turkey leg That's this year. That's disgusting. Is it? I, yes. Really? Well, no. People that like turkey legs love it. I want protein. <laughs> yeah. I, there are, I, there are veins. I don't want to. Like, so as okay. people bite it, the veins come I'm out. I'm so excited about that. I'll take pictures and no. send it to you. Do you know how many people Gross send me pictures of their turkey legs? Because... I talk about how disgusting You know it is. what? I'm not going to talk to you while I'm in Disney. Why? I'm not sending you pictures. Why? I just have told you how disgusting they are, and now you're going to betray me and eat the veins of a turkey. Let's, um, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> this is the end of the year spirit that is falling on us. Yeah, it's the holiday season. Do you know what I was thinking of this morning? I haven't had a Christmas dream. <gasps> like, but that's usually used to be my massive sign of stress. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing well. I had a Christmas dream last night, Erica. Yeah, then we know <laughs> things are not okay. You are anxious on the inside. Yeah. I haven't. So my Christmas dream always was that I wasn't prepared and it was Christmas Eve and I had no presents bought. And I always end up at Walgreens trying to buy everybody their gift and making it meaningful. It's better than me. I've been shot a few times in my dreams. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. <laughs> in the back of all things. It's because of all your books you read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I um, do. But heading into this holiday season, I'm pretty excited. Well, I'm mostly excited for basketball because that's what this season means is it's basketball season. It's pitch dark outside. So cold. So cold. And I sit in the gym and sweat. It's awesome. Yes, it's wonderful. It, it provides a lot of pleasure for all of us because we just adopt CJ's kids or her son. He's the only one who's still playing. Yes. And it, it just um, provides us with a lot of pleasure and fun during December because we all just go. It's like, yay. Yes, let's go. Lake There's something playing. fun to do. Yeah. So if anybody wants to come watch some basketball, that's where we'll be. I was talking to another family in our church who they're busy season with their kids just ended. And I said, well, I'll see you in three months. It was great <laughs> to meet tonight because it's that's the way I do momming. I'm at everything. That's awesome. I love it. It's exciting for us. But it, it really, really is cold. Yes. Like Monday night, I didn't go because I it was dark and cold. and It's so dark. Last night I put my ducks out. I was thinking about this. I was like, it is so dark. I couldn't see my ducks, and they were like 10 feet away from my back door. I was oh, like, wow. what is happening? Where is this darkness coming from? Um, that's it. That's my deep thoughts for the month of December. This just made me think of my, my dog. He is definitely in a competition for um, hair loss. <laughs> and I, I want to tell you, he's winning. 
I have these thoughts like I feel overwhelmed with life because there is not a single area in our house or our garage, which I spend a lot of time in, um, where there's not dog hair. And I'm like, you are one dog. How much hair can you have? Because, of course, it, he doesn't look like... He's a short-haired dog. Yeah, and he doesn't look bald, but the hair... It's everywhere, and you I would feel die at my house. I feel a little depressed. Maybe this is a seasonal thing too. Oh, no, you should get I one really, of those lights that shines on your face. I feel worried when I spend a lot of time thinking about life without him, <laughs> but I can't share that with my my family because they, they they mom, you hate the dogs. I'm like, I don't hate them. I was it's just, feeling sad with you because I thought you meant like you f- think about when he dies, you'll be sad. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm like, who wants him? <laughs> that kind of, oh, and then I'm like, oh, but it's never going to happen. I'm going to have him and the other one. You're going to Oh, have. let me tell you what happened last night. Yes. I walked up the stairs and me being Miss Busybody around the house, always kind of cleaning and maintaining this little brown piece of dirt that happened you know, to land up on the the stairs. Uh And the only place in our house that is carpeted is the stairs. Right. I picked it up and I held it in my hand for a little bit, talked to Emma down the hallway, (laughs) and then I rubbed it between my, you know, and I smelled it. (laughs) It was the little dog's poop. (laughs) Yes. I think he rubbed his mum on the... And I almost passed out. <laughs> I love that you rubbed it between your yes, fingers. Yes, because I'm like going to throw it away. And then I just just smelled it. I'm like, oh. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, so, so that gross. one, I. I oh. haven't told Banning this. So my oldest brought home a dog from Reno when she moved home. And I love him. But he is, he's special, let's just say. I realized today. He is peeing <gasps> on our bottom stair. No. On a regular basis. I thought it was an old stain coming up. No. He I found a couple drops on the ground um right in front of the bottom stair and then I realized you are just <gasps> peeing here. Who knows how many times a day he's this just is... lifting his leg and peeing on their I I will give my dogs away, but this is so crazy. You love your dogs, and they do such naughty things like that. I, I tolerate my dogs. The other people love them, of course. I tolerate them, and they do none of that. But I well, you don't really let your dogs be dogs. You want them to be stuffed animals that lay on I do. a bed. <laughs> my son came over for Thanksgiving. He spent with us, and they all made fun of me because apparently all I tell them, whether I come in from outside. I come from work or the store or whatever I do. When I walk in the house, I'm like, go no, lie down. Yes. I go can, to bed. He's I like, can confirm this is true. Mom, all you want the dog is to sleep all the time. I'm like, <laughs> yes. This is why he can't run more than two lengths of your backyard without throwing up. Because <laughs> you don't let him move. <laughs> I need him. I'm sorry. Hey, but it's not just me, okay? I've got the rest of the family. You can't yeah. just blame me. No. No. Oh. We all, have our, they... we all have our dysfunction with our animals. All right. Yeah. We need to talk about something else. I feel a little depressed. The sadness is landing on you? Oh, it is. Yeah. I... Well, I've been thinking, jumping into something nice and deep about what it really looks like to trust the Lord and what He has been highlighting in me 
is how when I don't trust him, I am protecting myself and protecting myself in terms of what I let myself feel. So I want to differentiate about anxiety when I say this, because there is anxiety that is induced by situations, by, and that is what I'm talking about right now. Not somebody that truly suffers from anxiety that makes zero sense. Um, so for me, when I experience something out of my control, my natural go-to is to feel anxious hmm. because if I'm really honest, I don't trust that the Lord's going to take care of it. So I just feel anxious. I feel, how am I going to protect myself? Who do I need to talk to? How do I fix it? Not, can I just trust him that this situation that feels out of my control or I feel um, misrepresented, whatever, it's just a confusing situation that he'll take care of it. I want to fix it. I want to make it go away. So anxiety jumps in to protect me. Mm. And it's just been something that I am constantly checking my heart going, do I trust you? Oh, I don't. I don't. So I feel more comfortable feeling anxious than trusting him Mm. and handing it to him. So it's just been this awareness and obviously I've shared this verse before, but Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, when I really started to walk through anxious stuff, it hit me. I'm like, oh, I always heard trust the Lord with all your heart, but beyond your own understanding mm-hmm. means you trust him even when you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You trust him when you can't see the answer. You trust him when it's something you don't like. You trust him when you have to do things you don't want to do and be around people you don't want to be around and... All those things require trusting in him and not relying on me, and I don't like it. Right. But I'm learning. Some preacher at some stage said, faith is the currency of heaven. And I have, over the years, to me, trust is. I I understand faith, but I was like, (sighs) because it all comes down to that. In Mm -hmm. the end, I... While you were talking, this this verse that means um, a lot to me. Uh, it's Isaiah 26, verse 3. Mm-hmm. It says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And that connection with trusting God and peace mm. and then throwing in there the mind, yeah. which you were just alluding to because mm-hmm. our mind is part of our soul, yeah. you know, and it's the, the those parts that we have to, it's like we don't always have super control over it mm-hmm. and it likes to freak out like our feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and things and and then saying that, well, there is, there is peace and, and peace is directly correlated to trust. It, mm-hmm. it just comes down to that all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's like I stand in the shower this morning and I have these thoughts that come out of nowhere about just someone um, in my past and I feel so angry. And then I'm like, Lord, this just keeps on coming up. You yeah. know? And, and I know to, you know, when it comes up, to forgive. And this may be one of those, it's going to take years to forgive. And I am okay with that. I'm mm-hmm. okay with the process because when it comes, I respond and say, Lord, I choose to forgive. But then that's absolutely my next thoughts are, 
standing there and thinking, what is it? Like you say, what is it that I'm afraid of? Why is this such a thing for me? Why, you know, and realizing that um, I think that this person has way more power over my reputation than they really do. Or Mm -hmm. it's because this person, I am assuming and, you know, and I'm like, an expert on this, thinking that this person thinks certain things of me, but they are wrong. And how am I going to write the wrong? And it totally is like, okay, okay, come back to God, you know. Because it it just means that I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I don't really trust you in this. Yeah. But this is what I choose to do. Because we trust trust our thoughts more. Yeah. Then I, I trust that you have me here for a reason. I have been around for a reason. I am where you need me to be, where you yes. want me to, to be. I can trust you with my reputation. I can trust you with my past as much as I trust you with my future. But I have to, like I always say, if you've listened to this a long time, we all have our mantras. And to me, it's like mm-hmm. I have to spend the time right there in the shower and do the work. Like align my, you know, am I going to stay my mind on him? Mm-hmm. So that because what I want above all else is peace. Yeah. I do want to live my days in peace. Mm -hmm. I do want to have peace when I talk with you. I want to have peace when I talk with that person that is um, in authority over me. I want to have peace when I engage with my Mm -hmm. kids. I want to have peace when I read the news, you know. And so, and that doesn't just come naturally. Right. We actually have to do the work in our hearts and in our minds and like, you know, align. I love this actually that you brought it up because such an alignment thing that we have to do, like yes. an answer that's absolutely to me the base, base question in anything that derails me mm-hmm. is like, well, do I trust you, God? Yeah. Do I really, 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 really trust you with my kids mm-hmm. and their future? Do yeah. I really, you know, there's so many things, the silly things and the massive things. Or, uh, you know, a big thing for me is I'm not great on the spot in conversations sometimes, like especially if they're hard. So one of the areas that I am challenging myself and trust in is when I do have a, say, a tough relational thing with somebody, my way I think I protect myself is to avoid a conversation. Number one, because I don't, I don't trust myself in that situation that I'll say the right thing. But I also don't trust the Lord that he's got me, that even mm-hmm. if I do do it wrong, mm-hmm. he's got me. Even if they implode on me and say things that are really hurtful, he's got me. Can I trust him that he will get me through whatever it is I need to get through? And um, I think when we choose to avoid a person, a situation, we are taking it out of his hands and saying, you know what? I'm going to solve this for you, God. I'm not going to let myself be hurt. I'm not going to let myself be put in a tough situation. And, of course, the other side of that is be smart. We don't always have to put ourselves <laughs> on in front of the, the uh, firing squad. But there is that balance where you go, ooh, I'm taking something in my own hands. I'm choosing to protect myself and not trusting the Lord. And that's... That's my December challenge, which I shouldn't have any challenges for myself in December because the big enough challenge is buying presents, right? I should be able to quit all hard things and just buy presents for December. I mean, I think that this is a hard time for a lot of people during the year, not because of the obvious 
like some people are very lonely, mm-hmm. but it's because we f- have to face people. Yes. Um, family, heart, uh, relationships, like it just brings it to the forefront, mm-hmm. you know, so it's hard to escape I this rem- time of the year for sure. I remember one year I was sitting with my mother-in-law at Christmas and I was super anxious on Christmas Day, but I was feeling bad that I felt anxious on Christmas Day. And like, what's wrong with me? Like, today's supposed to be happy. Like, my kids are opening presents. And, and my mother-in-law looked at me and she goes, holidays are hard. Like, there's yeah. a whole lot going on around the holidays that make it hard. And you, it's okay if you feel anxious on busy days. And I was like, huh. Because in my mind, Christmas Day is perfect. It's so crazy for me. I'm so not put together like that. I'm like, this is this this time of the year is when everybody is welcoming the distraction of normal life from normal life. Not that you know, at least not. Jesus wasn't born in December, but the fact that we choose to celebrate on December twenty (laughs) fifth. Yes, (laughs) this is a podcast for another day. (laughs) But I'm like, I like life continues to happen. And so for for some people, this may be, this is an effort for to escape or be distracted from the things that are hard, um, you know, and it's okay. It's okay to enjoy it, but to, to think that, you know, we're going to suddenly be happy and think life is not going to happen is, is a funny concept for me. You're weird, CJ. I would like days that there's no stress. To come and magically land, like at Disneyland. (laughs) But even then, I feel anxious at Disneyland sometimes. So Mickey's magic doesn't always work. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so for you all, I I would just ask that you press in in this season to ask the Lord, where am I not trusting you? Where am I trying to take life in my own hands? Where can I let it go and just hand it to you right now? Yeah, I love that. I was just sitting here and thinking, like, what are we really trying to say? You know, you always say you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And that is the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, we are all in process. Yeah. Process is a good thing. Process is life. Mm -hmm. And God is in the process. Yeah. Like you and some of those are higher highs and lower lows. Mm-hmm. We walk through the valleys, we we're on top, we're down and God is faithful. He truly is faithful and he is right there with us and he loves he loves process with us. Yeah. He he loves being in process with you. So we sometimes spend a lot of time and energy trying to get out of it Mm -hmm. because it's so uncomfortable, but he's right there and he's not in a hurry ever or in a rush because process is so precious. Mm -hmm. It's actually very precious. And in most people, in all our lives, it really, if you have the right perspective, it's such a great gift. Yeah. Such a great gift that sometimes you long back for those times of, intimacy with him and the closeness and Mm -hmm. the Lord says he is near to those who are brokenhearted and that is real that is a you have um, access to his presence and 
his nearness in a very, very special way yeah. that not everybody has. And especially if you're going through loss and um, sadness and that stuff. Now, like the Bible says that he is right there and he's mm-hmm. very near to you. So I would say in a sense, you know, do a, a 180, turn around and look at him in the face. Yeah. Turn your, your, your back in a sense on the circumstance, but look at him because he's, he's right there. Yeah. And this is, the, this is just an invitation to very um, unique experience of his presence mm. and his closeness. But those things, I mean, I, we all go through the valley of the shadow of death, but I, I do. I have years in my life that I look back at that time and... It's with fondness. And it was the hardest time in my life. Yeah. Like so much heartache and pain and trying to grow and rejection and, and all the things. But you know what? It is so sweet, mm. the memory of it. And, and you're like, wow, the way I felt then and the nearness and the closeness mm. of um, experiencing him in, in that time. So, and, and somebody told me then, you know what, you're going to look back and this is going to be the most amazing time. And I'm like, just shut up. Yeah. You don't know. I want to get <laughs> out of this. Yes. And, and it is really true. Mm. Like, so there is something in a time of loneliness and sadness and mourning and, and just that there is something so sweet mm. that you have access to that not everybody in, in yeah. that, you know, necessarily has. Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoy your candy canes, your snowmen, your crazy holiday traditions. Um, well, my South African friends and the Southern Hemisphere that has summer holiday. Oh. Uh, Father Christmas in shorts. Yeah. I love that. It's not the that. real Santa, it but... It really is. You know, if you want to have a fake Santa, you can. <laughs> I cannot wait to take my family to South Africa for a summer Christmas. Mm. They have to experience it because that truly is my fondest memories that I have of Christmas. And Boxing Day on the 26th, we all go to the beach and eat leftovers. So fun. So fun. So enjoy that. I'm with you in spirit. Send us pictures. Yes, yes. And have a great Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast. And if you like the show, be sure to leave us a review. Connect with us on Instagram at authenticyou.ay. We would love to hear from you.